on that fateful day He said, child, I know you're sorry For all that you have done Just reach to me For I am the one I am the Well, good Tuesday morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you on this wonderful day. Let's open our Bibles together for a few moments this morning, if we can, to the Gospel of John, Chapter 4. Once again, we're going to do our study today in, God, in God's Word, John, Chapter 4. We've entitled our study a journey through John and I hope and pray uh, that you will get on board with us and travel with us as we journey through this wonderful book in the Bible. Gonna look today beginning in verse number 39 and we know the story oh very well of how uh, Jesus had uh, spoken to the woman at the well and how that uh, that he had led her to salvation and he told her about the living water, and she left her water pot, and the disciples had returned uh, from town with lunch, and uh, the woman, she had made her way back to the city, and she began to witness, and how important it is for us to witness. Statistically, they say, and this is very sad, but uh, most people do the majority of the witnessing that they do for Jesus after uh, only just two years. After that, they decline in their witnessing. How sad a statistic that is. We should be witnesses, light and salt uh, for the Lord. We should tell everybody just how good it is to be saved. Let's pick up reading this morning in verse number 39. If you have a copy of God's Word nearby. I want to encourage you to open up your Word of God and let's read together. John 4 and verse number 39. The Bible says, And many of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman, which testified, He told me all that ever I did. And, and can I remind us, the Lord knows all that ever we did as well. He knows our life. He knows us, and yet he loves us. It's an amazing thing to think that uh, Jesus would love us beyond our sin, and I'm glad that he does, amen, because he came to seek and to save that which was lost. That is Jesus' mission, why he came to this world, and exactly why he was there in Samaria. And I remind you, Samaria was a place that uh, that that the Jews didn't normally travel through unless they were really pressed for time. Certainly that 
between Judea and Galilee, the land of the Samaritans, lie between those two places. And in the region that the Samaritans lived in, the Jews oftentimes would travel long around that just to avoid contact with the Samaritans. But here it is that Jesus is here and the Samaritans heard of him and, and they, they had limited knowledge of the Lord. They, they knew, according to the Old Testament, the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Bible, they knew that the Messiah would come, and uh, now they believed that he was there. The Bible says there in verse number 39 that uh, many of, of the Samaritans of that city believed on him for the saying of the woman, which testified. So they took this lady at her word. They saw something different. They saw a spark of new life in her, and they wanted to see for themselves, and they believed what she was telling. The Bible says in verse number 40, and so, and when, so when the Samaritans were come unto him, they besought him that he would tarry with them, and he abode there two days. And many more believed because of his own word, and said unto the woman, Now we believe not because of thy saying, for we have heard him ourselves, and know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. What verses we've just read. Uh, can I say to you and I, realizing that Jesus took time out of his schedule, and, and I remind you and I, he came to, to seek and to save that which was lost, but his ministry was to the Jews. You see, he came to his own, and his own received him not. He came to, to offer salvation to the Jews. And that was his purpose. But knowing, being God, knowing full well that they would reject him, he had a greater plan. And that plan was to fulfill God's will from before the foundation of the world. It was already settled that Jesus would come and die a perfect death. He would live a perfect life, die a sacrificial perfect death on Calvary and spill the blood of God and sacrifice himself that you and I could have forgiveness of sins. What a Savior we serve. I noticed that they, uh, the Samaritans, they, they besought him to tarry with them, and he abode there two days. Now you say, well, that's not very long. Well, it's a wonderful thing to think about that, that the Lord would stop his journey to Galilee and spend two whole days with the people of Samaria. Now, I wonder who invited the Lord to his house. I wonder who invited the Lord to the meal at the table. I wonder who was there with him and sat at his feet and heard his words in awe and, and wondered about all that he had to say and then believed in their heart. And, and can I say to you, we'll know more about that by and by, because when we get to heaven, we're going to meet those people that received Christ here in Samaria at this time that we're reading about now, we'll meet them one day after a while. And we'll meet them face to face. And that's an amazing thought. But for two whole days, the Lord sat there. My, my, what a revival that must have broken out. What a great time that Jesus had with these people, these castaways, the ones that nobody, the Jewish people didn't want them, but Jesus did. You have to set aside a lot of things in life to look at this, and we need to understand this too as well, 
There are times in our life when we have opportunity to witness to people, and we should take opportunity to do that, even if it is just for a brief window. I rem I'm reminded several, just a few years ago, not many, uh, just a couple of years ago, three years ago or so, uh, that I went to a, an Asian country, and uh, we were having and holding outdoor evangelistic meetings uh, through the country in, in different areas. And I had been uh, there on a three-week mission trip, and it's difficult to do that. And uh, it's no, no, not pinning any, any roses on me because I'm just uh, the water boy. God is the one that has his word, and, and when he compels us to go, we're willing to do that. But as we went to this place, and we had spent, I know, at least 16 to 18 hours on a train, and we had rode the train to this particular place, got off and rode for about five or six hours in a vehicle, and finally arrived in the place that we were going to have the meeting. And these people had never really, many of them had never heard the gospel before, and if you could imagine that, and uh, it was it was pretty tough the first day or so, and we were having three days of meeting, and then the second night uh, there was even more confusion. There was a disruption, but God began to work that night. And the middle of that disruption, God began to show Himself mightily, and the Holy Spirit of God moved into the place. People were saved. They accepted Christ as their Savior and Lord. I think that one uh, final count became, uh, I think there was like 185 people that came to the knowledge of the saving grace of Jesus during that one evening's event. There was a large number of people there, and once the breakthrough came and the Holy Ghost moved, God gave a great increase. Can I tell you today, it'd be untelling what God would do if more people were just willing to tell the story. And I want to say, and I'm not telling you that to, to try to promote anything that I have ever done or any place that I have ever been, but God is in the soul-saving business, and He still is even today in the midst of everything that's going on around us. And we need to understand that and take that into consideration this morning. We'll pick back up again here tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m., the Bible says in Psalms 118, verse 24, This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. To rejoice is a choice. Let's rejoice today. Let's tell somebody how good it is to be saved. May God bless you is our prayer. Bye-bye. See you in the morning. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just reach to me, for I am the one. I am the
with you. Please.